Well, amen. Let's open our Bibles this morning to the Old Testament book of Joshua. Book of Joshua, it's the sixth book in the Old Testament. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and then the book of Joshua. Let's open there as we begin a brand new message series in connect, uh, connection with our theme for 2019, which is obviously forward. As the book of Joshua opens, we see right away that Israel is in a time of transition as far as leadership is concerned. Look at verse 1. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, and here's what he said to him, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. So Moses, the the great leader of the nation of Israel is dead. And now it's time for his protege, his uh, son in leadership, if you will. It's time for Joshua, who served as his right-hand man, as his minister. It is now time for him to assume the, the leadership role among God's people. Many of you know, but there may be some here this morning who are not aware of the fact that we are currently in a leadership transition here at Fellowship Baptist Church as well. A few months ago, August the 26th, our church voted to implement a two-year transition plan between myself and Pastor Tyler. With him, Lord willing, and upon the church's desire to assume the role as lead pastor in the summer of 2020. And as part of our transition, uh, he will be assuming more of the preaching responsibilities. If you're wondering, well, what happened to the series through the book of Philippians, he will continue that on Sunday nights. And so if you ever show up and you see me here, but he's preaching, then that's just, that's part of the transition process. That's part of what's going on. And it's also because of this leadership transition that we arrived at our theme for 2019. Shortly after the church voted to implement the transition process, I began mulling over in my mind this thought, that even though we're going to be transitioning over the course of the next year and a half or so, 
we should not just throw everything into cruise and just drift along for the next year and a half and then put the pedal to the metal when Brother Tyler assumes the, the leadership role of Fellowship Baptist Church in 2020. In my mind and to my way of thinking, that would be a disastrous mistake. Because the truth is, if you're not gaining ground, you're not really holding ground either. You're actually losing ground. And that's just not acceptable. That's not the way I work. It's not the way I operate. That's not in my DNA to just cruise. And the last thing I want to do after investing 40 years of my life in the ministry here is to see it going the wrong direction. And so I'm mauling all of this over in my mind, and the, the one word that keeps coming to me is the word forward. But I pastor a staff of millennials, and I'm thinking in my nearly 60-year-old mind that that's just not going to be a cool word. That's just going to be like a 60-year-old thought. Like, gee, surely you come up with something a little more catchy, a little more uh, exciting, a little more, a little more innovative. It's like, wow, you really put a lot of thought into that, huh? Forward. So I didn't say anything. I just thought surely one of them will come up with something that'll be a little catchier, a little better, something everybody would get behind. So a while later, Brother Tyler comes in my office. He sits down in a chair. And he says, so have you given any thought to a theme for 2019? <laughs> I start him on around, well, yeah, I have, but, you know, I, I, it's not that great, so I just really haven't said anything. He said, well, let me, tell you, let me tell you what I've been thinking about. He said, it's just one word, and it's the word. Anybody want to guess? If I'm lying, I'm dying. He sat right there in my office. And he said, Dad, the one word that keeps coming to my mind is the word forward. And his thought, pre thought, uh, thought process was the same as my thought, pre uh, mercy, thought process. We have to keep moving forward. So here we are. 2019, our theme is forward. So let's get into our text this morning at this point. In the life of the children of Israel, God had brought them a long ways. If you know anything about the history uh, of the children of Israel, you know that under their leadership, God had brought them out of Egypt, and he brought them across the Red Sea and through the wilderness, and now to the very edge of the land that God had promised them. A land said to be flowing with milk and honey, which really is just a poetic way of saying this is going to be a great place to live. And throughout their journey from Egypt to Canaan, God's people had seen him do some incredible things. I'm talking some miraculous things. But in spite of all that they had seen him do, God still had more, much more for his people. 
they were about to quit being nomads. And they were going to be landowners. They, they, they would soon leave their tents, move into homes. They would quit eating manna and start enjoying harvested crops that they had uh, sown themselves. It was time now for them to leave their slave days behind and enjoy days of freedom. Canaan, listen, Canaan represented the very best that God had to offer his people this side of heaven, and it was theirs for the taking. All they had to do was go forward. Look at verse 2 again. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan. In other words, the Jordan is in front of them, and you need to go over. You need to go forward. You need to march ahead. Don't look back. There's nothing back there of value for you anymore. You need to look forward. And he said, Joshua, I want you to lead these people over Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. Note the word now. He said in verse 2, now therefore. The Lord didn't want Joshua and the children of Israel sitting around on the wilderness side of the Jordan and getting comfortable there. Granted, the wilderness was better than Egypt, but it was less than the promised land. So he instructed them to immediately get up and get moving and start claiming all that he had for them. And I submit to you this morning that by the same token, now, now is the time for us. Not next year, not, not the year after that, not when we have a transition in, in leadership. I'm telling you that now, today, this moment is the time to go forward and claim everything that God has for us. It's difficult sometimes as a leader to strike the right balance between appreciating where God has brought us and not being satisfied with where we're at. It's a delicate balance. Looking back this week, Brother Mike was Asking for some pictures of, and he sure picked some dandies there, some pictures from back in the day when, when we were moving into this building. And so as I began looking over those pictures and I saw the number of people we had when we were getting ready to, to move in here, and now you look out on any given Sunday at the number of, of folks who assemble here to worship the Lord. And I'll be honest with you, it makes me appreciative of what God has done. But as I told those who were here last night for vision night, God's not through. Pastor Tyler shared this with me this week. He said, we know our church is on its deathbed when our memories of the past are greater than our vision for the future. So, Pastor, if Fellowship Baptist Church is, is going to go forward, then, 
then what's that going to look like? And I'll just give you a couple of things to think about. For starters, I believe it's going to mean that, that we do a better job of fulfilling the Great Commission and reaching the lost right here in our own community. And there is no doubt, no doubt, that we can do better, starting with myself and with our ministry staff. And I hope that you'll come back tonight at 6.30 because we're going to introduce to you uh, a brand new resource that we are convinced will, will help you in your endeavor to reach somebody this year for Jesus Christ. It's called Reach Your One. Brother Tyler's going to be detailing this tonight in the 6.30 service while he's preaching to us. And we're going to make sure that, that all of you get one of these in your hands. So I hope that you'll come and be with us tonight at 6.30. And here's another area we can go forward. It's in the area of giving. And listen, I am thankful. I, I thank God for those who give and give generously on a regular basis. But I know that, that not all of the fellowship family gives like they should. Some don't give at all. Others just give sporadically. And I'm just telling you, we can get better in that area. Something else, uh, else that I addressed, um, I have addressed many times over the course of, of the last several years, even prior to, to getting into this building, is the importance of building relationships that extend beyond our experience in here on Sunday. The importance of having fellowship and building relationships beyond these four walls cannot be overstated. So there's just a brief glance of what it might look like in 2019 as we as a church body begin to move forward for the glory of God. But here's what I know. We will only go as far forward corporately as each of us go forward individually. So that brings up this thought. What would it look like for an individual to go forward in their life, in their spiritual life, in their walk with God in 2019. And here are some thoughts that came to mind. For some, stepping forward for baptism or for church membership. Listen, a Christian who is not a member of a local church is as oxymoronic as warm ice cream or an intelligent Alabama fan. <laughs> now listen, you have no idea how much constraint I had to exercise to use Alabama and not any number of other schools. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, Pastor, I'm already a member of, of, of the fellowship family. Then maybe your next step forward is to get involved in a ministry. And maybe you tried a ministry, but it just didn't fit you. And listen, that's okay. That's fine. Try another one. And keep trying until you find one that fits, and then just go after it like there's no tomorrow. 
I mentioned giving a moment ago. Maybe that's your move forward for 2019. It's either get started giving or begin giving again. Stepping forward into Sunday night and Wednesday night church would be a great move in the right direction. Are you with me this morning? Come on. Especially, listen, especially in a culture that has somehow been duped into believing that less church is better than more church. And if you're here this morning and you've been able to wrap your mind around that kind of thinking, would you please come see me? Because that logic just escapes me. I mean, it does. That somehow going to church less during the week is better than going to church more in the week. I don't get that. And while we're talking about church attendance, maybe consistency. Consistency should be your goal. Maybe your step forward is away from a hit-and-miss approach to church attendance to a more consistent habit of being in God's house. And I'm just giving you some ideas. I don't know what going forward may look like for you personally. You, you may have tackled all of those things, and, and, and I mean, you're right on top of all of that, and that's great. So I don't know what your step forward might be in 2019, but here's what I do know this morning. The longer you wait, the easier it will be to do nothing. And so we need to step out now. Another aspect of the Lord's charge to Joshua and the children of Israel was that they, I don't know if you caught this or not, but that they go together. Go over this Jordan, God said to Joshua, thou and all this people. Listen, as we move forward in 2019, and I say this sincerely, we want you to go with us. We don't want to look back at the end of 2019 and, and, and see a host of people who didn't budge. Listen, we want you to go with us. But let me point this out. Though the command was given to all of the people of Israel to go across the Jordan and occupy the land of Canaan, there were two and a half tribes who decided, well, we'll just stay where we are. We're good where we are. It was the tribe of Reuben and the tribe of Gad. And then there was half of the tribe of Manasseh. They looked around and said, oh, this is good. And we do good here. There's good, good uh, pasture land here. There's, there's, there's uh, a good water supply. There's everything we need to exist. Listen, we'll be, we'll be just fine right here. And in my mind, those two and a half tribes represent complacent Christians who settle for what's good and forfeit what's best. I gave this definition last night of complacency. It's a feeling of quiet pleasure or security. Often while unaware of some potential danger, defect, or the like. It's self-satisfaction or smug satisfaction with an existing situation, condition, etc. 
There are a lot of things. I pointed out something totally different last night, but here's what I want to point out this morning about that definition. Is when you become complacent, you become unaware of potential danger. These two and a half tribes that decided to separate themselves from the rest of the children of Israel and just be satisfied with where they were, they came short of God's best, it left them vulnerable to attack. And later, sure enough, the king of Assyria invaded them and took them captive. If you've ever taken a group of of children or a group of teenagers on a trip somewhere, maybe you've dropped them off at the mall or you've taken them to a rec center or whatever, what's the one thing that you tell them every time? Stay with the group. Why? Because being separated from the group is not what's best for them. Being separated from the group poses an unnecessary threat. And so if I could encourage you this morning to do anything this year, it would be to keep yourself and your family closely tied to the church. Because that's what's best for you. And it's what's best for them. And it's what's going to provide the most advantageous environment for spiritual growth. When you choose to separate from God's people, it poses an unnecessary threat to your spiritual well-being. So as we go forward, let's go together. And let's go with the Lord's help. Look at verse 3. Every place, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given. God didn't say, I will give you. He said, I've already given it to you. It's already yours. From the wilderness, and then he describes the area, verse 4, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even under the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and under the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. One thing that becomes apparent in reading those verses is that Joshua and the people of Israel weren't just going to waltz into Canaan without some opposition. He talked about men standing before them, talking about the fact that there are some people in there. There are the the Gadites and the the Amorites and the Hittites and the Canaanites. They're they're in the land, but I want you to know that they're not going to be able to stop you. 
They're not going to be able to stand before you. God said, I've got this, Joshua. You just need to go in and claim what I've given you. And each one of those groups would prove to be a formidable enemy for God's people. But even at that, God promised victory. Listen, he promised victory if Joshua was willing to courageously lead the people forward by faith. And by the same token, listen, say, preacher, man, I want this. I want to go forward. I want to, I want to grow. I want to, I want to be closer to God. I want to be a better Christian. I want to be a better church member. I, I want to be a better witness for the Lord. Listen, that's all great, and I want you to be that, but I want to be honest with you today. That's not going to happen without a fight. The devil's not going to just sit casually by and say, okay, welcome. Welcome to a greater faith. Welcome to a better marriage. Welcome to a better home. Welcome to to more internal peace. Come on in. No, the devil's going to do everything he can to keep you from accomplishing anything for the glory of God in 2019. But understand this, by virtue of his death on the cross, and our acceptance of him into our lives, Jesus has made it possible for us to be victorious over our enemy, the devil. Like Joshua and the Israelites, as believers, understand this this morning, we're not fighting for victory, we're fighting from victory. The battle's already been won. It's ours for the taking. But like Joshua And the children of Israel, we must move toward God in faith and obedience. The only thing standing between you and God's best for you in 2019 is you. Did you get that? That's it. You're the only thing standing between you and the greatest year of your life. And we'll talk about this more next week, but your willingness to familiarize yourself with God's word and his promises and then act on those promises no matter how you feel because God promises a good result, that will be the key to your victory in life as a child of God. For example, God makes this promise in his word, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Remember, God told Joshua that he would would give him every place where he was willing to claim by putting his foot on it. And I tell you this morning that that is a promise that is given from God. And if you're willing to take a step of faith and put your foot on it, God will honor that promise in your life life let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace paul wrote in the book of hebrews chapter 4 that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need 
Listen, that is an ironclad promise from the God of heaven. But you and I, if we want to find help in our times of need in 2019, then we have got to take a step forward and we've got to plant our feet firmly on that promise in the Word of God and pray and ask. We're promised a door of escape from every temptation. But we have to be willing to look for it. There hath no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will with the temptation. God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation also, listen, also make a way to escape. That ye may be able to bear it. Look at the promise from James chapter 4. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil. He'll flee from you. Draw nigh to God. He'll draw nigh to you. The promise of victory is contingent upon you and I and our willingness to submit to the Lordship of Christ and making an intentional movement toward Him. An unexplainable peace is promised to those who are willing to trust the Lord and not worry. Listen to Paul's words to the Philippians and the peace of God. Which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And listen, there's even a promise for us when we drop the ball and we fail and we mess up. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I'm telling you this morning, there is a plethora of other promises that I could share with you. Promises of victory over sin. Promises of a better marriage. Promises of greater financial stability. Promises of freedom from things like bitterness and jealousy and envy and hate and a lack of forgiveness but they will do you no good if you're not willing to take a step into it by faith for the glory of God and say, God, I'm claiming your promise. Just like Joshua had to take a step forward, God said, everywhere where your foot lands, I'm going to give you that. And I'm telling you this morning on the authority of the word of God, if you'll take a step into the promises of God, they will be yours. you got to go forward you got to want it and here's what I mean when I use the word faith it's believing the word of God yeah I, I just I just saw all those up there pastor but I tell you yeah I don't know well first of all you got to believe the word of God and then you act on it you stand on it you claim it, you step into it, you lean into it, you embrace it. No matter how you feel, oh, but Pastor, that's a big step for me. I'm, I don't know, I'm, I've got questions, I, I'm concerned, I'm worried, I've got doubt, I'm fearful. Listen, you believe the Word of God, you step into it no matter how you feel. And here's why you do it, because God promises a good result. Amen. Allow me to make this one last observation, and we'll be done. It's been estimated that the area that God promised the children of Israel made up about 300,000 square miles. 
But as you read the Old Testament account and you begin to figure up how much land they actually possessed, it was only about a tenth of that. They left so much land not possessed. Church, listen to me. There are thousands of promises in the pages of God's Word. And my question to you today is how many will go unclaimed? I'm talking about promises for your life, for your home, for your family, for your career. They're all in the Word of God. But I wonder this morning how many will go unclaimed because you weren't willing to take that step of faith. You weren't willing to believe the Word of God and act on it. In spite of how you feel, because God promises a good result in the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, looking back, I'm just curious this morning how many of God's promises are going to be left on the table when they could have been ours for the claiming. I trust that neither I nor you individually nor we collectively as a church body will settle for anything less than God's best in 2019. Christian author by the name of A.W. Tozer once said this, Christian expectation in the average church follows the program, not the promises. Prevailing spiritual conditions, however low, are accepted as inevitable. What will be is what has been. The weary slaves of the dull routine find it impossible to hope for anything better. We need today a fresh spirit of anticipation that springs out of the promises of God. We must declare war, he said, on the mood of non-expectation and come together with childlike faith. Only then can we know again the beauty and wonder of the Lord's presence among us. What will be is what has been. As I stand before you this morning, January the 13th, 2019, I am publicly declaring war on that attitude. What will be what has been that's unacceptable. It's unacceptable for me personally. 
And I want it to be unacceptable for you personally. And I want it to be unacceptable. I want us to declare war right now on that attitude in Fellowship Baptist Church. Because what has been, as good as it's been, is not what should be. Because God's got more for us, church. God's got bigger. God's got better. And I'm telling you, it's up to us to believe that by faith and step into it and let God do what God does. So let's go forward. And let's go together with God. And all God's people said, I want to do this for our time of invitation today. I'm going to ask some of our staff guys to come if they would. Last night at our vision night, we asked everyone to take one of these moving forward cards. And on the back, it says this, with God's help, in 2019, I will move forward in and then we just listed some things there. Church membership, increased church attendance, sharing the gospel, ministry involvement, Bible reading and prayer, giving, victory over sin, being a better spouse slash parent, being a more respectful child. And then we just put a, a box there for other and some lines for you to fill it in because the truth is maybe you've got all of that down, but maybe... Maybe there's another area of your life where God has spoken to you about this morning. Or maybe there's multiple of those that are listed right there. But here's what I want to challenge you to do this morning. I want to challenge you to come to any of these men. And I want you to take one of these cards. And you don't have to mark it now. You might need to pray about it. And, and I want you to do that. As you take the card, I want you to gather around the altar this morning and pray. Say, God, where, what is my next step? What is, what is my move forward? God, would you show me that? And again, maybe he's already showed you that. You're all ready to mark it and start praying about it and start moving toward it. Then I want you to take this card and I want you to keep it in your Bible. I want you to put it in the, the, uh, the mirror there as you, as you uh, get ready for the day or, or on your dresser. Put it somewhere where you're going to see it often. And I want it to serve as a reminder to you of where you need to go forward in your life as a believer. And whether you're a member here or not a member here, that's irrelevant. If you're a Christian, God wants you to go forward. And if you're not a Christian today, today would be a great start, a great day to become one. And any of these men, myself, we can, we can help you make that decision today if you'll just let us know. But I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to ask you to stand. And if you already got one of these last night, I'd still encourage you to come and pray about what, what God would have you to do and pray for those that may come. If you weren't here with us last night, I want to encourage you to step out from wherever you are, in the back, in the front, in the middle. It doesn't matter. Come, get one of these cards. Come down to the altar. Spend some time with the Lord this morning and, and covenant with us to go forward by the grace of God and for His glory in 2019. Let's pray. Father, thank